Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. Um, I'm not sure what's going on. Is who's on tonight? Is the panel? Can can you guys hear me? Okay. Well, I guess I'll go ahead and 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 get and get started. I don't don't hear anyone. Um, so good evening. <laughs> um, we're going to go ahead. I'm not sure what's, what's going on. I'm not sure if the panel is on, if my husband is on. Um, so y'all, um, I guess you can just chime in, um, once you can hear me if you can't, but, um, we thank God for being here tonight for another Bible study. Um, truly it is a blessing that we are able to come together tonight for um for another for another Bible study on tonight. So um I'm just gonna go ahead and get on, uh get started with Bible study. Uh we thank God for um Chaos, uh Elder Oliver and, and Lady Oliver for everybody that's on the panel. Um so we're just gonna go ahead and pray God we thank you for tonight. We thank you for life, health and strength. God we pray as the panel is coming on tonight, God, that you have your your perfect will and perfect way, um, and your son Jesus name, we pray, amen. Um, is anyone on yet? So we're going to go ahead and, um, and get started on tonight. Um, the Lord had given me um, the series to do um, with Joseph, and this has truly, truly been blessing me as death, and I pray that it's been blessing you. Um, but tonight is a very powerful, um, very powerful subject. Sometimes a lot of us, even as Christians, um, it's kind of hard for us, kind of hard for us to do. We say we are, you know, we'll do it, but then, um, you know, we still have, um, you still have malice and different things in your heart. But tonight is, is um, a conclusion um, of Joseph. <clears throat> so before I um, get started, um, well, we'll go ahead and get started. So we're going to go to Genesis chapter 45, and we're going to start at verse number um, 5, and then I'm going to skip over to verse number 15. So Genesis chapter 45, um, verse number 5, and then we're going to skip over to verse um, verse number 15. Now, therefore, be not grieved nor angry with yourselves that ye sold me hither. And this is um, Joseph speaking, okay? For God did send me before you to preserve life. And we're going to skip over to verse number 15. Moreover, he kissed all his brethren 
and wept upon them. And after that, his brethren talked with him. And tonight, our, the, our subject, of course, we're dealing with Joseph, but we're going to take it a little bit deeper as we can see um, as we get deeper in the message that the conclusion of Joseph equals forgiveness. It equals forgiveness. And something that I had mentioned um, on my last Bible study uh, when it came down to the butler and the baker and how um, Joseph um, interpreted their dreams, but then later on, you know, he did these things, and he told he told them, you know, don't don't forget about don't forget about me when you get um, back to Pharaoh. And we know that the butler was restored, but the baker was beheaded. So the butler totally forgot about Joseph until um, Pharaoh had a dream, and no one could interpret um, interpret the dream. Um, so he was calling everybody, the, magic, the magicians and, you know, every, everybody he could, but nobody can interpret the dreams but Joseph because then, of course, he remembered, um, he remembered Joseph. So um, <clears throat> I'm just going to do some history before I get into actually what I just read to kind of bring everybody, um, bring everybody where we are as far as covering a few of these chapters, but um, the interpretation of Pharaoh's dream at this point has come to pass. And um, the famine was all over the land. And as scripture says, it was waxed sore in the land. Okay. So Joseph's brothers, um, they, they came to Egypt for corn. And of course, who's over all the land, brother Joseph. Okay. So um, Jacob hears of food in Egypt, um, so he sends his sons, his ten sons there, but Benjamin, which was the baby boy, which was Joseph's blood brother, stays behind uh, just in case some things go down. Um, so they didn't. he didn't want to send Benjamin, the baby boy, um, send the baby boy down. So um, so they came, and they bowed down themselves uh, with their faces to the ground. And at this point, um, Joseph knew them, but they didn't know him because he had made himself, uh, as the scripture says, strange, tried to um, kind of cover himself up, you know, um, kind of like a disguise. <laughs> but Joseph remembered the dreams he dreamed. Um, and as we talked about previous the dreams that Joseph shared when he was when he was younger as as a child, a teenager, you know, he shared the dreams to his brothers, um, but his brothers hated him even the more, and they're like, yeah, right, you know, don't know what you're talking about. And then when it came down to his parents, it was a dream that was dreamed. His dad, he didn't like what he heard, but he he observed, he listened. So now at this point. They're, um, you know, they're running out of food. There's a famine, so now they have to go to Joseph, not knowing who Joseph is. So once his brothers bowed down themselves, Joseph remembered the dreams that he dreamed, okay? And this is building up to um, our, our topic, which is forgiveness. And right here, it came up again, okay, because all of this is going on because of the interpretation of the dream. Joseph um, does not make it 100% easy for his brothers Okay, so when I was reading this, the things that he had that he put his brothers through, um, I was thinking just as our human self, you know, is it possible that he's in disbelief and possibly 
um, reliving the moment of hurt. Remember, uh, reliving the moment that, you know, the feelings that he felt when his brothers, you know, sold him and to hear his brothers talking, saying, hey, you know, we don't, we don't have to kill him. No, let's not kill him. Let's just, let's just sell him. Um, but which worked out for his good. But is it possible that when he saw them, that he made sure he had to hurt and cover himself, cover his face, not talk too much because they may recognize him, but it's possible that he was hurt. So I can testify to that, to where things in my life, to where um, that things that have hurt me, even with my, my family, even as a child, certain things, like if I, you know, if I hear certain things, a certain kind of smell, or if a conversation, it, it'll take me back to that particular situation that happened but is it possible that he's in disbelief like wow wait a minute my brothers oh my 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 brothers are here and that that pain and that brokenness um could have possibly came so um so he with joseph said they were um he set them up again you know he said they were spies just trying to bring everybody up to where we are um so he said that they were spies and he puts them into prison for three days until they brought his brother Benjamin, which was his blood brother by his mother, okay? So Joseph is getting some real payback, okay? It's a lot of things that Joseph could have done um, to his brothers, and no one would have questioned him about it. Um, but he's, he's doing these, play, these payback games right now. Um uh, Does someone file. need to mute their phone? <laughs> okay, that's better. Now I can hear. Okay, so he understands. Um, so Joseph is getting some real payback, and he understands. Um, he understands them as they're as they're speaking. But Joseph is very smart, very intelligent, and even in spite of all this, you know, um, he still he still loves he still loves his brothers. So um, as I say, he's been some real payback, and he understands them as they are speaking. But Joseph, he has an interpreter. Um, but Joseph, even with this, Joseph was torn. He was still torn, and he had to turn away from his brothers, and he wept. Um, so even with that, when I was thinking about it, um, forgiveness, as we're going to be dealing with on tonight, and if you have been following along with this series um, with, with Joseph, his brother, I mean, it started from day one. And a lot of times children, they may not say nothing, but they can pick up on the on the negative, on the, on the bad energy. And, you know, if you're treating them a certain kind of way or, oh, go, leave me alone, you know, go. Go over there. No, you can't. Everything is no, no, no. And being that his dad made him this 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 coat of many colors, that just kind of added, you know, gas to the fire as a dysfunctional family, showing favoritism to one um, to one child. So you'll hear that Joseph, um, in this conclusion, he wept a lot. He wept a lot. And someone may be out there. They you may be listening, and it's okay. It's okay. It is okay if you have to cry. It's okay if you have to walk away, if you have to go into a quiet place, if you have to go into the bathroom, you know, if you're in the shower and you feel the, you know, if things have happened and you are hurt, you are broken and you're still healing, it is okay for you to weep. Um, 
you know, some of us, we can relive moments that we, I mean, it could have happened 10, 15, 20 years ago, but when it hits, it feels as if it literally just, like it just happened. <clears throat> so Joseph loved his brothers. He he forgave his brothers, um, but he was still, um, if I could just, you know, say I feel like Joseph was still hurt, and when he saw them, it just kind of brought back um, some bad memories. So in chapter 43, um, Joseph tells them, you know, he has taken them through all of this, you know, kind of playing this game with them, like, oh, no, y'all, y'all, this is not going to be that easy. So the brothers, they were not able to just come and just buy food, buy corn, and just go their way. No, Joseph took, he, Joseph took through a few, a few things, okay? So in verse 43, now Joseph tells them that, you know, <clears throat> he won't, they won't be able to see his face until, um, he tells them, until your brother is with you, meaning his brother, his blood brother, um, which was Benjamin. So they have ran out of food yet again, and Judah is telling his father, um, yo, the only way we can go back to go get food so we can live and and not die because we don't have any food. It, the only way this is going to happen, we have to take Benjamin. We have to take Benjamin with us, which was the baby boy, the baby brother, which was also born in Jacob's old age by the woman that he waited on, that he loved so, 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 so very much. And, um, and Jacob is like, he's asking, like, wait a minute, wh- why? <laughs> you know, asking him, why? Why did y'all, you know, why did y'all tell him who was here or what did you have? Your, you know, why? Like we say, they, why are you telling people our business <laughs> or our family status? And they said because he asked us straight up. He was, he was rough. Joseph, Joseph was really was rough with them. And um, they was telling their father, like, hey, it, it's just we, we had to. He, he asked him, and we had to tell him. He was asking about you. He was asking about Benjamin. He was just asking, asking us all these questions. And the only way we can go now, we have to take Benjamin with us, okay, um, just to bring everybody up to date. So um, Benjamin spent um, on his way, and now Joseph sees Benjamin um, afar off, which he knows as his mother's son. And so here we go. He weeps yet again. And so moving on, um, getting closer to what I just read, which was chapter 45. Um, but in chapter 44, Joseph put his cup, he's still, you know, setting them up, but Joseph puts his cup in Benjamin's bag um, as they have left the second time, uh, came back the second time, and he tells one of his servants to go after them because he knew that the cup, that he put there, his cup, he put it in his brother's bag. And the brothers, they're confused. Like, we wouldn't, we wouldn't steal from you. We, you know, the question was, was in Scripture. So you're going to trade, you know, good for evil? I do something good to, for you, and now you do something evil? So Joseph was, he was, you know, playing games with them. And so he was telling them, so whoever cup, whoever bag my cup is found in, they're going to have to stay here and be my servant. Okay, so that's bringing us up to chapter 45, um, which is broken, but love prevails. Broken, 
but love prevailed. And through love prevailing, forgiveness took place. Forgiveness took place. And in chapter 45, um, just in verse number 15, it reads, Moreover, he kissed all his brethren and wept upon them. And after that, his brethren talked with him. So this is forgiveness forgiveness at its best. Um, a lot of times, you know, we say, well, I don't think you should forgive and you still remember what happened. I disagree to that. If someone on the panel agrees, then, you know, that's that's fine. But I totally disagree um, with just because I, for, I forgive you or I forgave you doesn't mean that I forgot what happened. I'm not holding it against you. Listen to me closely. I'm not holding it against you because I genuinely love you and I genuinely with a pure heart forgive you. But I, I, I remember what happened. Um, I've heard so many people say, well, if you remember what happened, then you really didn't forgive them. No, no, no. And we're going to find out even with this because God was with Joseph. Even though Joseph, um, you know, was putting his brothers through this, which, come on, let's, let's, you know, some of us probably would have did worse. Um, but think about it. Joseph had the power to do whatever he wanted to do. He had the power to do whatever he wanted to do with his brothers that did him so dirty, that hated him that wanted to kill him, but somebody, you know, hey, no, let's just tell him. But you sold your family, and now you're coming. You, you're gonna, you, you have to come to me to get what you need to, to live, <laughs> to survive. How many, what would you have done? Even to this day, if you were in a position to help someone that has wronged you, that have said all evil against you, that have physically harmed you, mentally abused you, and they have to come to you because what they need is in your possession, it's in your power to give it to them, what would you do? And that's the question tonight. What would you do? That spouse that betrayed you, that child that disrespected you, and now they have to come, they... They're asking to come back home. Would you? And if you didn't, I mean, hey, it's nothing. It's nothing wrong with that. But is it? Is the genuine forgiveness and love in your heart? Is it truly in your heart? It's coming up again. How are you going to respond? Is the question tonight, along with forgiveness. How you respond to situations kind of shows where your heart is. I was listening to the message um, on Sunday while we were out of town um, for my son's game in Valdosta, and I was listening to the message because um, I, I couldn't log into Facebook because I don't, I don't have Facebook. I don't even know how to work Facebook, but um, my son was live on TikTok, and I got on there I was listening to Mr. Tolbert listen to him speak, and he was talking about the words and, you know, different things that people say, and you're, you're killing people's character, and, 
you know, um, you know, just being being fake. Um, and that stuck out to me because I said, wow, even in this lesson, later on, y'all will probably hear me say it again, but later on um, throughout the chapter, the end of um, the, uh, like, the 50th chapter of Genesis, when things happened, they thought Joseph was being fake. And now that things had happened, they thought that the true colors was going to come out. But Joseph was real. Joseph was real. His emotions were real. Um, his love for his family, his love for his brethren was real. So when the message came forth on Sunday, I was like, wow, this is this is good. And then my husband and I was having a conversation. Well, I wouldn't say a conversation, but um, he was sharing with me some things that he wanted to do. And um, this message tonight, I'm like, you, you can forgive, but how far does your forgiveness go? Um, I know some growing up in church, I would hear people say, well, if you forgive, you know, then you just completely let it go. Yeah, I can forgive you, but I, we don't have to be best friends. <laughs> I can forgive you, but I don't, we don't have to talk every day. I can forgive you, but I don't have to be in your company. I, those things, it's, it's okay. So if that's you tonight, don't feel like, oh, well, I still have something in my heart. Because, no, you can forgive a person, whomever, but you are not qualified, I mean, obligated to be in those people's faces or always, you know, presenting yourself or going out of your way. That's And they then they try to make you feel like you wasn't saved or whatever, but we see Joseph, I said, Joseph did all of this, but God was still with Joseph, okay? God was with, uh, was still with Joseph. So forgiveness, verse number 15, forgiveness at its best. Um, so right, uh, so at this point, the big reveal, um, it comes, and Joseph tells everyone to leave the room, tells everyone to leave the room um, except for his brothers. So... <laughs> He tells everybody to leave the room except for except for his brothers. Okay, um, it was amazing. Just just reading this this whole thing on Joseph has just totally been a blessing. Because a lot of times we say, "Well, why in the world did we did I have to go through that?" And you know, I lost everything. I hear people. I I was talking to my coworkers and. I lost everything, this and this and this and this, but the outcome was you gained more than what you lost. So count that count that as a blessing because it could have been worse. You could be dead to where you can't count these little as these little things, you know, as of course they're blessings, but you it's a possibility that God could have chosen to take you completely out. So, and I I was just praying because I have a family member that's in a situation, and I said, well, Lord, I've been praying, God, protect them, cover them, because a lot of times we don't know where they are. They could be on the street. They could be dead. They could be strung out on drugs, and nobody would know it. So the um, it came up to where, you know, when I found out that this person, you know, got locked up, I was like, well, Lord, <laughs> if that's a way to get their attention, then God, you do whatever you have to do um, to to work it out. But everything that we go through is a test and it's a trial. 
everything that we're going through, whatever you're dealing with tonight, and you're like, why do I keep going through this? I cannot see the light at the end of the tunnel. Well, actually, you prop, you can see it. Only thing you have to do is take those blinders off. Get out of the way. You are blocking your own sunlight. You are blocking your own light. And what is standing in your way tonight far as whatever it is that you keep going through, that you're dealing with, but understand and trust the Lord that he's going to fix it and that he's going to work it out. So I'm going to open up to the panel. Is anybody on tonight that may want to make a comment? Amen, First Lady. Um, I'm here. I I didn't hear uh, everything in the uh, exact beginning, Um, but it's also uh, a, a great lesson as well, like you're talking about as far as forgiveness. I agree with you had asked a question about, you know, about how forgiveness goes, and, and you were telling us about, like, forgiving and forgetting. I stand, like, on what you're saying as far as what when it comes down to forgiveness, it doesn't mean that, you know, I all of a sudden have amnesia or anything and I, I don't know what happened or anything like that. But it doesn't mean that I have to hold that against you. So, yes, you you know, teach it properly that, Look, we we got to understand situations will happen. You're gonna have somebody that's gonna do some things to you, but you know we 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 got to understand that we can still have forgiveness in our heart and move forward together um, in forgiveness and, and and be able to come together like with what Joseph did with his with his brothers. You know, um, it was also amazing, and you never know how things are gonna turn out. That's why another lesson is just for us to be able to treat people the right way to begin with because like in I think it's chapter I think it's chapter forty four, I think it's verse five when he uh I think it's no forty five. Well basically uh forty five and five like it says like now therefore be not grieved, not angry with yourselves <clears throat> that you were sold me hither for God did send me before you to preserve life. So you never know how a situation happens because, see, you can't try and cut up on everybody because you never know how that person is going to be down the line to be able to have your best interest or anything that could happen because, see, he said that, you know, it, it goes through him. You know what I mean? Like, hey, God set this up to be able to preserve your life. So that's why you got to be careful how you treat people. You never know how this going to happen. You never know if that same person is going to um, hold your blessing down the line or anything. Like, you never know. That's why you treat everybody the right way to begin with. So, awesome <laughs> lesson. And I, that's, that's my two cents. Amen. Amen. Thank you for those comments. Amen. Anybody else want to make a comment before I proceed on? Amen. So, good evening, y'all. Um, I do have a comment also. Uh, one of the scriptures that I read um, in reference to forgiveness is Ephesians 4 and 32, which says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ, God, forgave you. Um, and I like that scripture because sometimes we feel like, well, that person did this and that person did that, but we were all born in sin, every single last one of us. So Christ bared it all for us, so who are we not to forgive someone? And the the Bible speaks mm-hmm. on forgiveness all throughout the Bible. 
So, you know, we just have to be kind to our brothers and sisters, forgive people. And, you know, as my husband just said, just treat people right from the beginning. But, no, you know, you can you can still remember what somebody did to you, but don't hold it over their head or, you know, keep your guard up. But, you know, don't keep allowing people to abuse or, you know, mistreat or misuse you either. So, yeah, I'm just ready to dig deeper into the scriptures. That's all. Amen. 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 I think it was someone was someone else getting ready to say something. I don't want to um, overlook you. Thought someone was about to say something. I was. Um, I was just echoing what was already said. And lately, I've been well. Lately, I've read a book, and basically, the book said um, it's called Unshakable by John Eckhart. Basically, said that we shouldn't let unforgiveness control us to the point to where we're not Christ-like anymore mm. and unforgiveness shouldn't bring us to the point to where we can't be a reflection of God and if the thing that hurt us controls us to the point where, you know, we turn sin or evil or hateful, we can't forgive the person and move on, then we have to seek deliverance and give that to God so that way we don't cut ourselves off from blessings like Zutober just said, that scripture if we can't forgive, then we lock ourselves off from God, and we take unforgiveness takes us as far away from God as possible. Mm. Amen. Beautiful. Thank you. Is there anyone else? Yep, that's um beautiful comments, um, team. I appreciate that. And that is that is definitely definitely and everybody said it's definitely it and Sister Tober she said the scripture that I was going to next, so she already covered that. Thank you, my my teammate. I appreciate it. Um, so unforgiveness, um the scripture talks about well, it to to just sum it up pretty much. You can't forgive your brother, your sisters, so, you you know, your Heavenly Father is not going to forgive you. So things happen, life happens. So um, not holding a grudge um, in your heart. And as I was reading this, forgiveness, um, the scripture talks about if you have an ought against your brother or sister, you know, you go to them because if things build up, um, I was reading, it was like, it's just like a snowball. It's like a snowball. You know, it's small. Keep rolling it. Keep rolling it. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And eventually it's going to fall apart. And you don't want to find yourself at that point to where it has got to the point where everything has built up. Now you explode. And, um, you know, and, and you kind of explode at, at the wrong time. So it's best to go ahead and handle it. The scripture says to go to them, and then if that don't work out, then you take you two or three more people and you go to them, you know, not telling your side of the story. Well, come on, let me go ahead and take you over here because, you know, this happened and that happened. No, 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 no. Find you someone who has godly wisdom, godly knowledge, and and that's not on your side, but they're going to be on the right side and try to, you know, get the situation solved. But then if that don't work, the scripture says you take them before the church. 
this gener this this church that we're in now, not period. If that was to come, oh, they shouldn't have did that. Oh, it wasn't that serious. They was just trying to embarrass us. No, no, no. But the Bible says the word of God that we're supposed to live and stand on, the word of God tells you if you cannot get it resolved, take it before the congregation. Take it before the church. But this situation, this 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 right here, I said a lot of times us as ministers and um, that not ministers as far as having the title, but ministering the word of God, period. If the word doesn't hit you first, you got to self-check yourself. If you're never, up, you know, nervous when you're bringing the word of God, you know, you need to check yourself. Because I say, wow, this is for, you know, I don't, I don't think I have a problem with forgiveness because I love everybody. And as I always say, I love saying it, God really has a sense of humor. Um, I was in a situation at my son's band, um, his band uh, performance that he had, and I thought I was just going, you know, I'm there, I'm enjoying my son, loving every moment of it because he's a senior, and I have my my baby boy on my back. He aggravated. He ready to go home. So I'm kneeling down. I'm dancing with the band with him. And um, this person walks up to me, and they're like, oh, my God, hi, how you doing? You know, I'm so glad to see you. And I was like, wow, that's not the, um, <laughs> that's not the reaction that I thought this person would have because a few years back, you know, I, I forgive them. I still love them. Even to this day, I love them to life, but you tried your best to kill my character. You tried to, you know, come into my marriage and <clears throat> had my husband thinking stuff crazy and thinking we're about to have a meeting. And I'm talking about in the church. So those that's listening that feels like, oh, the, everybody in the church is good. No, pe- the church is a hospital. It's people that's hurting in the church that doesn't know how to deal with it, and they will hurt others because they're because they're hurting. So when that situation took place, you know, I was like, okay, go ahead, backtrack, think about it, think your thoughts, because our thoughts can even get us in trouble. But when this person came in, and I'm like, the last conversation we had, you was telling my husband, you know, that I was doing all these different things, and I'm outside of his, outside the marriage, and just tried to kill my character, tried to kill me as a person, and for a moment, I allowed it to get to me because it affected my husband. Um, and just imagine if somebody's coming to you in the church and they're requesting a meeting to talk about just just basic stuff, and your child is in there with you, and that child bringing up things that they heard, and that person is going along with it to kill your character. People, it happens. It happens. But I had to do a self-check, and I was like, there is nothing in my heart. Like, I genuinely love this person. I still hug them. I was like, hey, well, how you doing? But that goes back to, um, as one of my teammates said, you cannot hold unforgiveness in your heart because you want to know why? Thank you for asking. It'll hurt you. Forgiveness is not for that other person, but the forgiveness is for you. So at this time, I don't know um, my husband is on or if Minister Tobert is doing the offering, but I'll turn it over to whoever doing that part, and then 
I'll um, I'll have my conclusion. All right. Um, and then here, Pastor, if he comes in, he can take over. Uh, but definitely at this point, um, great message so far. And thank everyone for tuning in and listening at this moment. And I know that um, we're gaining a lot of information about forgiveness and just want to just thank you for that at this time. And those of you all that are listening, if you would like to be blessing unto our <coughs> ministry, to our outreach program, uh, which is Extended Arms, um, you can do so by way of Cash App. Uh, our Cash App is dollar sign E-A ministry. That's E-A ministry. I'm sorry. That's dollar sign E-A ministry. And if those that would like to give, you can give. So uh, at this time, no specific amount. Whatever you have would help and go a mighty long way, uh, $5, $10, whatever you do have. Um, again, this goes towards whenever we have something going on at the at the church to be able to bless the family in need. Um, Use that several times to be able to bless families. Um, also, uh, in past, been able to distribute food. So uh, th- that money does go a long way, and it does help people that are in need. And that is the exact design for this cash app and uh, for this uh, cash app that we're giving uh, for extended arms. Amen. Again, I'll say it again. Uh, the cash app for extended arms is E A Ministries. All right, and that's it, First Lady. Uh, service back into your hand. Amen. All right, thank you. <clears throat> okay, so um, now at this point, um, let's we're going to read verse number one. And get ready to some to um, I mean this is so good I mean I'm I probably go ahead and go to the uh, to sum up the rest of the chapters but now at this point you know Joseph has taken his brothers through um, you know all these different things first they were spies he's telling them spies they're like no we're not yes you are no you're not no we're not you know and Joseph's like well you know you came and spy out the land and they're like no we're not we're here for this and then they put him in prison then they got to take his um, kind of have to come back the second time. And now they bring Benjamin along. So now we're at the point, um, through all of this that Joseph is doing, he still loves his brothers. Um, he still loves them. With, and so now he's getting ready to reveal himself to them. And this part, um, you know, just pay close attention because the love that I felt, even through even through reading this, because the word of God is, is a living, living word it's living word and when I was reading this it just you know I was I I was just you know I've read it before but it just really touched me in a different in a different way because I'm in a different place with my relationship with the Lord and with him strengthening um, me daily with the things that I've been praying and asking him um, to work with me on so never get to the point to where you think you got it all together because you don't as the scriptures say that we all have fallen short and come in, you know, all have fallen, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. 
So never think that you got it all together because the Lord will give you a reality check and you'll find out then, oh, I need to fast. I need to pray. I need to get more in into the word. I'm in the word, but God, it's more. It's more for me to do. Right here, it just blessed my heart, blessed my soul so much um, that Joseph, I feel like he was really fighting back um, to to just really tell them, but he just, when he heard that he had a brother and how um, his emotions were kind of all over the place, and I said, I wonder did he think at this point, well, did they do to Benjamin, you know, what they what they did to me because this is, you know, stepbrothers or whatever, but that's his brother, his brother who he loved, and he hasn't even, he just heard of it. So right here, um, in chapter 45, then Joseph could not refrain himself before all them that stood by him, and he cried, um, caused every man to go out from me, and there stood no man with him while Joseph made himself known unto his brethren. And he wept aloud, and the Egyptians and the house of Pharaoh heard. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph. Thus my father yet lives. He was so focused on his, this. He asked about his father a few times. He loved his father. Being taken away from his, from his father without being able to say goodbye, without, you know, hugging him, kissing, telling him that he loved him, but he was taken away. So he wanted to know about his brother. And his brethren could, <clears throat> could not answer him, for they were troubled at his presence. Could you imagine how they were feeling? knowing what they what they did, knowing how they hated him, and he has revealed himself, they're probably like, oh, oh. They're, they're in shock. And Joseph said unto his brethren, come near to me. He's telling them, y'all, come near to me. He could have called in the guards. He could have called in anybody. He could have had them killed. But the love, the, a true man of God, that God was with him showed so much, so much, you know, as we were, as the, the women, we did the fruit of the spirit. He showed so much peace. He suffered a long time through the long suffering. So come near to me, I pray you. And they came near. And he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom ye sold into Egypt. And I thought this part was kind of hilarious because he's reminding them, in verse number five, as I read, now, therefore, be not grieved nor angry with yourselves. Don't be upset with yourselves that ye sold me hither. For God did send me before you to preserve you, to preserve life. For these two years have the famine been in the land, and yet there are five years in the which there shall um, neither be um, earring nor harvest. Verse 7, and God sent me before you to preserve you and posterity in the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. Goes back to what the team, careful how you treat, be careful how you treat people because you may have to, you may, you may have to go back to them. Okay, so you have to be careful with that. So now it was not you that sent me, oh God, this blessed me so good. He's talking to his brother. So now it was not you that sent me hither, but God. And he has made me a father to Pharaoh and Lord of all his house. 
and a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. And we're going to skip over real quick because I get ready to, um, to I'll open back up to the panel and I'll go ahead and end. But this is before I get too happy because good God Almighty. This blessed me so because at this point they were terrified. They didn't know they didn't know what Joseph was going to do, but the love that Joseph had, the forgiveness that he had, and I want to read this scripture. It's Mark chapter eleven, verse twenty-five. This is Jesus speaking. And when ye stand praying, forgive. If ye have aught against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. The way. It's nothing that you have done that good to where you can't forgive and love others. It's no way you can call yourself a child of God, a Christian, a believer, a man that died on the cross for me and for you, not knowing if you were going to choose him, not knowing if you were going to accept him as your Lord and Savior. He forgave us of all of our stupidness, all of our unrighteousness, but we can't forgive someone that talked about us. Who are you? Who am I? Yes, things, it, it takes time. Um, with, with people that, with family members, I've been there, I've done that, you know, as a child, um, you know, adults taking advantage of you or doing things that, you know, adults shouldn't be doing, those ones that are supposed to love you and comfort you, those are the ones that hurt you. But I'm telling you, we serve such an awesome God. We serve such an awesome God that he will touch that stony heart. He'll turn that stony heart into flesh, and he'll open that He'll make a way for you, and that's that's just the God that we serve. But he showed himself to, to his brethren, okay? They were so troubled they couldn't even speak present, and they could not speak. The guilt, the guilt that they had. And some of us, if, we, if we're not so arrogant or think that we can't do anything wrong and we have that attitude of, Oh, well, no, that's just you. You didn't see it that way. You're wrong. You have to accept that. Be remorseful and bring guilt. If it's guilt, something that you've done, go to that person. Ask them for forgiveness. Go ask them for forgiveness. So here I'm going to move on to just sum up the whole chapter because it's so good. Um, (laughs) But um, so at this point, they were able to go back. They got their brothers. They got everybody. They brought them back, and Pharaoh supported it. Pharaoh loved Joseph so much, he knew that God was with this man. I don't care what he put his brothers through, but it was nothing harmed them. Unless y'all read something different, teammates, but from the chapters that I read, he he didn't harm his brothers, go harm to his brothers. He just put them through a few little things to kind of, you know, get get what he needed to get. And so now at this point, Pharaoh sends everything that, that Joseph needs for his family to bring his father back, his brothers back, their children, everybody was brought back, and they lived a wonderful, wonderful life. So Jacob, when he saw his son Joseph, he was so excited. He, in Scripture, said that he was revived. It brought life, knowing that his son alive. And can you imagine the brothers? having to go back to their father 
and tell him that Joseph is alive after y'all just a few years, years, y'all went back and said that he was killed, he was ate up and all these things, but now the truth is going to stand. The truth is, is going to stand. The truth always stands, and it stands by itself. So they were able to bring Jacob back, um, and Joseph was, you know, loved on him. He loved on Benjamin. He loved on his father, of course, until the day he died. And I'm going to end here, and I'm going to open it up for comment. Um, Mr. Tolbert, uh, I'll turn it over to you um, to dismiss us tonight. But to conclude all of this, Joseph was truly a man of integrity. He was a man of love. He was a man of peace. He was a man of, of you know, um, God was just with him, a man of forgiveness. He forgave his brothers of everything that they did. He didn't, you know, well, y'all stay over there. You know, y'all only get a little bit and everybody else. No, he treated all of them exactly the same. So now when his father died, um, you know, he buried him. They did what they had to do. Um, but now his brothers, y'all, their guilt, they feel that, that guilt. Now they're like, oh, so, you know, well, well now Joseph's really going to show, as I said in the beginning, um, as Minister Tolbert was talking about on Sunday about being fake, you know, um, I think he was mentioned that, unless I was hearing things, unless that was the Lord speaking to me. <laughs> but... <laughs> As I was listening, I was thinking about this with Joseph. Now that his father has died, they've moved. They're in, you know, they're in Egypt. They're living it up, doing what they do. Now Jacob, Joseph's father, has died. Okay, um, and now uh, the guilt and the shame is kicking in. But can you? That's what I'm like. Can you imagine the guilt and the shame having to tell your father from the beginning, and now that he dies? Um, you know, they're like, well, listen, they sent word, and this is in chapter 50, and I'm going to, and I'm, this is going to conclude it, but um, in chapter 50, um, verses 14, and I'm going to read 14 through 20, so y'all can hear what the brothers saying and how Joseph responded, okay? And this goes back to what I said earlier, it's coming up again but how are you going to respond? But it's the forgiveness that the Lord will give you even when you think you can't, okay? So listen very closely to what's taking place and the reaction after Jacob had died. And this is the brothers, how they're thinking at this point, that everything that that Joseph was doing was only because of his father. So chapter 15, and I'm going to read 14 through 20, okay? Um, And Joseph returned into Egypt, he and his brethren, and all that went up with him to bury his father after he had buried his father. And when Joseph's brethren saw that their father was dead, they's peradventure hate us and will certainly return. Uh, requit us all the evil which we did unto him. They haven't forgot, okay, because they did it. And they sent a messenger unto Joseph, saying, Thy father did command, for he died, saying, this is what they told the messenger to go tell Joseph, because they thought Joseph was going to flip the script. 
So shall ye say unto Joseph, Forgive, I pray thee now, the trespasses of thy brethren and their sins. For they did unto thee evil, and now we pray thee, forgive the trespass of the servant, the God of thy father. And Joseph wept. Joseph have cried and wept and cried and wept throughout this whole, this, these last few chapters, okay? And Joseph wept when they spake unto him. And his brethren also went and fell down before his face. And they said, Behold, we be thy servants. Scripture, prophecy, dreams are brought is right here again. But listen to Joseph, and I'm going to end here. The forgiveness that was in his heart, the Lord, because you do not want to die tonight with unforgiveness in your heart. So listen to this. And Joseph said unto them, Fear not, for am I God, a true man of God? This is my favorite verse right here. And he's talking to his brothers. But as for you, ye thought evil against me, but God, but God, woo, if I was in church, I'd be preaching that, but God meant it to do it. To bring to pass, as it is this day, talking to his brothers, what happened then to bring us to bring it to pass, as it is this day, to save much people alive. I pray that you all were blessed by the message tonight. I pray that God strengthens you and that he gives you the courage to love. He gives you the courage to forgive. It's not about the other person, but it's for you. It's not for that person, but it's for you. And once you ask for forgiveness or if someone comes to you and asks you for forgiveness, receive it. Pray that you are blessed. And it's going to come up again. But how are you going to respond? Situations come up. Lift your hands and say, it's for my good. It was for my good. They meant it for evil, but God meant it unto good. I pray that you were blessed. I love you all. I love you that's listening. I may not know you. I may can't see you, but the love of Christ I share with you tonight. If you do not know the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior, you can offer him into your heart, receive him into your heart, tonight loves you there's nothing so big that you cannot go to God and ask him for forgiveness find you a Bible believing church and get to know God for yourself don't just go to church let the church let God let the word get into you tonight so I'm going to open it up to the panel for a final remark and then after that Minister Tobert is it's into your hands God bless you all. I love you. All right, panel. Anyone got anything they'd like to add at this moment? It's an opportunity to do so. Um, if anybody that's still on and you would like to comment uh, before we end up uh, closing on this uh, good lesson on today, 
um, at any time you can step in. But first lady, just like to tell you that was an awesome job. In the meantime, um, if someone wants to speak, but definitely awesome job, um, awesome word on tonight. Uh, I can say firsthand that um, this one was definitely an eye opener, um, and was definitely able to get a whole lot out of it because uh, you're able to relate the scriptures back into real life. Because um, a lot of us go through scenarios as to where we have to give uh, forgiveness, so we we see how it operates in the Bible because of. Um, some of the things that we go through in life, it may not even amount to, you know, even what we just read with Joseph. You know, some people go through some stuff, but if we take into account exactly how you broke down, you know, the scriptures, even dating back from the beginning of the story with Joseph all the way to today with the conclusion, that was a lot that, you know, that man had to go through um, in order to, to get to to, to where he was with God, um, and God was with him throughout that entire scenario. So we just got to realize that sometimes, you know, we, we do go through stuff, and, I mean, this is evident right here. It's maybe a cliche, but, you know, it ain't always the devil doing something and all of that. You know, sometimes we, we go through some things, um, and like that scripture said, you know, they meant it for evil, but God turned it around for good. You know, so let God on today turn around whatever you all are going through for good. Um, that's what I would like to say. Anybody else want to get in before we get ready to close? All right. All right. So at this time, we'll definitely uh, get ready to close everything on out. Uh, thank everyone for listening and for tuning in on tonight for a Tuesday night Bible study. Uh, and join us also this Sunday. Um we're going to have church at the sanctuary, 9 o'clock. Also, next uh, Tuesday, we'll be right back here, uh, same time at 7 p.m. as well. Um, and we'd like to just thank everyone for taking the time to listen, and we'll get ready to close on now. All right. Lord Jesus, coming to you today, Lord, thanking you for all that you've done, Lord. Thanking you for providing an understanding on tonight, Father God, about forgiveness, Father God, and that example that was given on today, Lord, I ask that you would um, just touch the speech, speaker on tonight, Father God, um, for what she was able to pour out on today and being a willing vessel, Lord. Um, I ask that you would just restore her, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. We also ask that you would just um, continue to water those seeds that were planted on today about forgiveness for those that may be going through anything and suffering at this point, Lord, and uh, praying that you have provided clarity on whatever that situation is for those that may need clarity given the situation, Father God. And we'd just like to thank you, Lord, um, for everyone on tonight that chose to tune in because they could have been doing anything else, Lord, but they decided to Learn more about you, Father God, and get a little bit closer in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. And I pray in Jesus' name, amen. And read our great commission, Matthew 28, 19 through 20. Go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. 
and lo, I am with you always, even into the end of the world. Amen. Good night, son.